Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands. Welcome to Yolitics, the home of cold beer and hot takes on Texas politics. Hey guys, we are just days away now from Election Day. Hard to believe it's here. Jason and I, Wheeler and I, are uh, obviously uh, political nerds, so we're super interested in this, every tiny facet of this. And that's why today we have an extra podcast that we are dropping this week. It's about a, a market for stuff, for political stuff. People get so caught up in the horse race. And mm-hmm. my guy's doing this, and why on the other side talking about this, and you know, media this, media that. But there's a, there's a whole group of people and a whole industries out there that are producing things that people are buying for a sense of levity, as we're about to find yeah. out. Uh, I was going to say that you know we've seen uh, these numbers of, of of people turning out to vote early, and it's just been exceptional through the roof in a lot of places, including uh, many places here in Texas participation in this election does not end there, though. This isn't just a, a thing where you go cast a vote. Uh, participation has morphed now for, for a lot of people into selling campaign-related or candidate-related things. I just saw an, a, a, a headline on CNN the other day about some woman making tremendous amounts of money selling Trump merchandise. Um, it, it has also tra- translated to companies capitalizing and coming up with products that they know uh, this, uh, you know, ginned up electorate might want. And, and this is on both sides of the aisle. They're just seeing where people are and they're seeing that people are willing to contribute crazy amounts of money to these campaigns and to, you know, get all of this swag. And so they think, I want in on that. Let's get a cut of that. These people are willing to lay out some money. Let's make a product that appeals to them. And campaign swag is huge right now. And and I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a political collector uh, over the years. I've kept a pack of cigarettes. I don't smoke. I never have. Mm-hmm. But I have a pack of cigarettes, two packs actually, from 32 years ago, from 1988. Mm-hmm. One of them says Michael Dukakis for president. The other one says George W. Or George H. W. Bush for president. Oh, wow. Here we are on a Zoom call recording this. Why don't you show those to us, Jason? Yeah, I, I dug in my closet forever because I see them all the time. I'm like, what, what the hell am I going to do with these cigarettes I've had here? They're just political collectibles. But I did find, while I was looking for that, I found a bunch of bumper stickers. Democrats, Democrats for Nixon. Democrats okay. for Nixon. Um, <laughs> President Nixon now more than ever. I think I turned my, my video off here so I can't see you guys. President no, I see it. Nixon now more than ever. Nixon Agnew. Um, I got all kinds of uh, uh, political buttons. The- oh my gosh, you got like a whole wow FDR. I like Ike. Yeah. I mean, wow, this is uh, amazing. That's a heck of a collection. So, so some of those are you know that, that's all campaign related stuff. But this podcast is about what we're talking about the, the people who have created this whole other market. They didn't create it. They they tapped into the market because of the interest from early voting. But before we get into that, you found something online from Vegas, Jason, that, that is phenomenal to me. Again, we're talking about participation and uh, people are finding different ways to participate other than just casting a vote. They're actually putting their money where their mouth is uh, and uh, they're betting on the election. There's a, a website 
Uh, it's called Predict It, and uh, people are actually going on there and laying out wagers uh, for which candidate uh, they think will pull this off. Uh, they they have this you know nationally. They do it by districts. They do it by states. Uh, and uh, so, you know, for instance, they ask which party will win Texas in the 2020 presidential election. They've got a picture of Donald Trump and a picture of uh, Joe Biden. And uh, they have the, the latest yes price. Uh, so 73 cents right now in Texas uh, is on the Republican Donald Trump. 30 cents is on the Democrat Joe Biden uh, to take Texas. Uh, so you can see, you know, where people are with that. Uh, nationally, it, it looks very different, of course, than what they're projecting or, or what they're showing here in Texas. Uh, it uh, with um, yeah, what do they say nationally? Uh, what, 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 nationally? What are the odds right now nationally? Who, who's winning uh, as far as the betting goes? Let me find that. Here we go. Uh, twenty twenty. Who will win the twenty twenty uh, U.S. presidential election? Sixty three cents uh, is saying Joe Biden right now. Forty two uh, Forty two cents is saying Donald Trump. Uh, but, you know, Newsweek has this article out saying that, you know, they've canvassed some betting sites uh, and they're finding that in recent days, uh, a lot more money is being put on Donald Trump to pull this off than on Joe Biden. And that's just in, in, in these uh, latest days here. Uh, there's also another site called Odds Checker. And it says, uh, you know, it asks how much money has been wagered on the election because you're, you know, you're wondering what are the dollar figures here? It says the previous record was held by the 2016 U.S. election, where nearly 256 million was staked on whether Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton would become president. Earlier this week, however, we surpassed that amount of money uh, with a $260 million total that's been laid out on this election now, setting a new record, and we still have some days to go. And just for perspective, uh, oddschecker.com says more money has now been placed on this election than on last year's Super Bowl, Mayweather versus McGregor, the Kentucky Derby, and the NBA Finals combined. That just gives you an idea. Participation for a lot of people and for companies no longer includes, you know, just going and casting a ballot or saying you are for this candidate or that. Wow. And if you listen, listen to our podcast, Yolitics, here for at least five minutes, you know that we usually crack open a cold beer. Today's episode is going to be a tad different. We're going to unscrew the cap on a bottle of vodka. We both have a bottle of vodka at home. Uh, but let's go ahead and bring in our first guest, a guy named Ethan Perkins. He uh, is with, uh, I think it's Blank Collective. Is that right? Out in California? Yeah, he- I, I I just put him with it's it's uh, this outfit. Uh, there's several outfits here, but they all get behind this product that they've come up with, and it's called Election Vodka. Doesn't get simpler than that. Hey man, thanks for the time. Absolutely, thanks for the opportunity. Heck yeah! So uh, let's just start right out, man. Who whose idea was presidential vodka? Were you guys around <laughs> drinking one night and come up with this or what? Yeah, it was wild, man. It was one of those like what if moments from our hmm. CEO who just kind of threw it out there on a Friday call. And, you know, we have like a four person exec team. Two people hated <laughs> it and two people loved it. Ty goes to the CEO. So we just <laughs> That's ran with great. It. Yeah, our Friday calls are nothing like this. We, we don't have these type of discussions, clearly, man. <laughs> no, that's a pretty amazing product to come out of a Friday call where the vote was tied. Uh, so for people who are not familiar, you guys put out a whole uh, press release when this first came out 
And I want to read just a little snippet of it here. It says, inspired by this year's highly anticipated presidential race and its lackluster pair of candidates, election-flavored vodka is available in two berry flavors. Raspberry Rage, a magnificent choice for those content with the status quo, and Bleeding Heart Blueberry, a refreshing option for those seeking change but without a ton of options. Neither flavor is exceptional, but one must win. Uh, so you're really tapping into, I, I think, something that you know a lot of people feel right now. There's sort of this ennui. There's sort of this, you know, and, and you guys write this on the bottle. Let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's a it's a feeling that we're all sharing. I don't care what side of the fence you're coming down with. I think in general we're done with 2020. Uh, so let's have a couple drinks poke fun at a bunch of people and just let on. me let me go further than that so that that's what you guys have in the press release let me tell you about the email chain when this showed up at the television station all right <laughs> so one of our uh, colleagues at the station who's there because he works during covid emails me and jason and says looks like y'all got a package from election vodka before i can respond wheeler says oh great i'll pick it up and i'll take it home and that was about two months ago. I didn't know if this still existed. This episode could have been done two or three months ago, but I had to like con Jason to finally give this back up. So let's do something. And I'm never that quick to jump to help out either. I, Ethan, I've been asking him for weeks. I'm like, hey, man, can you bring that vodka in? Silence. He'd go dark on me. Silence. And then finally. So let's, let's do this. We haven't done this in a while. So normally, Ethan, this is a, a beer podcast. We, we sample a beer. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. We don't have permission to drink vodka on the podcast, but uh, hopefully our boss is tied up in the election and advertising and all that stuff and hasn't heard this. I like it. Um, so let's let's crack this thing open. Jason, you have yours? Yes, I do. I have the, uh, by the way, for anyone who can see us here on, on video, we're doing this via Zoom call. I have the uh, blueberry flavored vodka here. It is called Bleeding Heart Blueberry, and it has a, a drawing of uh, Joe Biden on here. And uh, Jason, if you can hold yours up. Yeah, I have... Uh... I have Raspberry Rage. It's uh, it's uh, President Trump on here. And let me read the back of it because these guys have gone to, uh, you know, done some clever work on it. So on the back, it says Election Spirits. Uh, this is the back label of the bottle of vodka. Make tonight great again with the most transparent candidate. It's clear vodka. Obviously, vodka is. Uh, this election season, upset at least one person from each party at your next party. Best served with liberal tears to ensure bipartisan bitterness. Bring both flavors. Okay, I guess I should read my back label too. It says, your candidate may be flavorless, but your booze doesn't have to be. This election season, upset at least one person from each party at your next party. Uh, best served with calfefe. Remember that? Uh, and, uh, and alternative facts to ensure bipartisan bitterness bring both flavors. So I want to ask you this while we're opening this up here, Ethan. Have you all been able to track, like, is one more popular than the other, or do people generally tend to buy these in pairs? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, we're, we're very curious to see if these sales are any indication of what hmm. can happen in the election. Mm-hmm. Sales of the raspberry, the Trump, it's about 60% of the business. Hmm. So, you know, we, we question whether or not people, we don't know who's buying it. Someone who could be really into Trump could be buying it uh, because for whatever reason, they may think it's supporting the candidate, which it does not. It says very clearly on the label, this is not endorsed 
by any of the candidates. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe someone's buying it just because it's hilarious. Uh, hmm. So we don't know, but 60% of the sales have been in the Raspberry. Where could people Where could people buy this if if they want uh, if they want it you know for a memento if they want a, a Christmas present or if they just want to uh, you know drink away the night on election night? Yeah, so the the easiest place if you just go to electionvodka.com, um, we can, we ship to about 35 different states, but um, we are in stores in Texas. Uh, we're in stores in California and Colorado. Uh, in Florida and Michigan as well, and, and so obviously uh, you can ship to Texas because we we got uh, we got a couple of bottles here, man. Jason, Jason's already drinking his. Go ahead, Jason. No, no that was that was called Fefe uh, beforehand because it says that on the back that I'm supposed to have that. Uh, I wanted to ask: Have you all? I, I know that this made a real splash when it came out. Have you all heard anything from either of the campaigns uh, about this? Um, not from the campaign specifically, but we did send bottles to every governor's office. And um, surprisingly, every office did reply, which we we didn't think that was going to happen. What, what, what did Texas say? I, I've got to know what, what Texas said to you. <laughs> you know, none of them, all of them were very cautious, you know, acknowledged the gift. Um, to a T, everyone said, hey, we appreciate you inter- interjecting a little bit of levity uh, in, into the situation. Um, and thank you. And, and have a nice day. Like they, they didn't tip their hand whatsoever. So, but they did. Uh, I, go ahead. Oh, no, that's it. I was just going to ask you, uh, you know, this whole idea of, I mean, elections have become an industry, haven't they? I mean, we've been, you know, we're talking about uh, people betting big money on this, people tying in products to the election. How has this done compared to what you all thought it might do? Did you think, you know, maybe we'll sell a few bottles and it did a lot better? Or did you think we'll sell a gazillion of these and, you know, eight have left the warehouse? Yeah, it's it's done much better than we thought. Uh, hmm. something like this, you know, you have to pre-order the, the packaging, the bottles and the labels, and you don't want to be stuck with much after November 3rd. So hmm. we just randomly came up with a number, you know, 4,000 cases of each type. And, um, being the sales guy I am, I was a little bit worried that we could actually sell that. Um, we, everything was pre-sold We're sold out of all of the inventory versus, uh, outside of like a couple bottles that are still left at the fulfillment center. So you can still buy it online. Um, we could have sold probably double, which is uh, pretty crazy. Hmm. And give us an idea how many how many bottles is that when you talk about cases like that? Yeah, so that's um, it's about forty eight thousand bottles each flavor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it took off, uh, and and I guess does this inform you know going forward? I mean. People like anything that is branded with their candidate uh, these days, and, and I guess that's an effect of polarization. Does this inform decisions down the road, not only for you all, but probably for, for other businesses that, you know, there's something to capitalize on here when we start talking about elections? Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, in the age of COVID where consumers across all categories are kind of retracting and going with the brands that they know. And so it's really hard to cut through. And to your point, people, they get in bed, oh, bad term, but they, they, they ride <laughs> and die with their, uh, with their candidates. So unfortunately, you know, we have to wait another four years, but we're actually looking internationally now. You know, Hong Kong has a pretty divisive 
election coming up and maybe we can make some headwinds there and who knows where it'll go. Is there any is there any deeper message at all? Is this a gimmick? Is it levity? Is there any deeper message to, to encourage people to get out and go vote, man? I wish you could I wish we could say there was, but nah, this is just drink some vodka and have some fun. This is just making some money and having some fun. Uh, so I'm going to have a sip of this here. Uh, I will say that they also put out a, a bunch of recipes uh, for these. And, you know, one is called the Drink Blue No Matter Who. Uh, that one uses the uh, Bleeding Heart Blueberry Vodka. And Jason, uh, the uh, Raging uh, Raspberry that you have there, there is a recipe here for a Martini Alago. Nice. <laughs> like Mar-a-Lago. Nice. Uh, so it smells like uh, somebody spilled a bunch of blueberries into this cup here. <laughs> Mm, very nice. Um, so uh, the thing I would like to know is what do you do after e- election day? Uh, is there a potential to to maybe build upon this and, and going forward, depending on who wins or, you know, if it's contested or anything like that? Have you guys talked about that? We have. You know, we thought maybe, you know, is there some is there something we can do built around lame duck? Uh, you know, if the election goes that way. Or is there something we can do around inauguration uh, or the State of the Union? I, I don't know how how hard this dog hunts. Um, we're just gonna have to to wait and see. But I think the, I think we've proven the fact that if you just put something funny out, like there's so much heavy stuff out there, but put some levity into it and people can attach to it. What, what do you mean you don't know how this how hard this dog hunts, man? You guys sold out, so clearly <laughs> there's a market for this stuff. True story. True story. Did, did you ever did, did you hear back at all from the campaigns? Um, I know you heard from the governor's offices, but you sent to the campaigns, the Biden campaign, the Trump campaign as well. Did they write you back at all? We sent um, we sent it also to every in addition to every governor's office. We sent to a couple regional campaigns in some, mm-hmm. some, you know, Texas, Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, like the key swing states. And those campaigns also those field offices replied. But we didn't we didn't hear anything back from the official campaign. Well, I think it's fascinating that you all have managed to tap into something here. And that being that, you know, with all that's gone on with the pandemic and, you know, it's, it, it was a difficult summer with, you know, the protests for, you know, uh, justice and equality. Uh, and then I think people just felt so mired down in this presidential election. And I would imagine that uh, a lot of people have uttered that phrase, let's just get this over with, that you all actually printed on the bottles here. Seems like you, you've tapped into something just saying, hey, you know, let's try to have at least a little bit of fun uh, and, and some levity with all that's been going on and, and all the finger pointing and the shouting that's been going on uh, from one side to the other here during this election. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been fun. Ethan, thanks for being with us today. Really appreciate it, man. Gentlemen, thank you. Cheers. So I'm not a big uh, vodka guy. I certainly uh, like the Raspberry Rage that they uh, generously provided to us for this podcast. But a lot of people drink uh, vodka and soda, I think. Vodka and Coke or is it whiskey and Coke? What is it? Uh, well, you know, whiskey and Coke, but vodka with soda, like clear soda, yeah. Well, I, I say Coke. I'm from the South, so, you know, growing up in the South, you're like, hey, I want a Coke. What kind of Coke do you want? Well, I want a Sprite. Well, that's not a Coke. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know. dare say pop or right. cola. No, yeah. right. But So we got an email the other day from uh, the Jones Soda Company. You, you hmm. guys have seen Jones Soda in the specialty shops. They always have the really cool labels. They have all different types of 
uh, flavors, but it's it's uh, pure cane sugar in there as well, too. They sent me an email, said, hey, how would you like to have your face, Jason, on a bottle of Jones soda? Oh, and I said, well, I know what I'm getting Wheeler for Christmas. I'm going to get him this. So, yeah, please send me that and I'll, I'll wow. sign it and send it over. That's to your you. face. Is that your face on there? Look at that, huh? Look wow, at they that. pulled a younger picture. Which picture did you give? You them? know what picture this is? And I'll post what? this to Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Jason Whiteley. But this picture is from the Rick Perry election launch in Addison, Texas. And when was that? 2012, 2011, when he launched? We were sitting there. I don't know. I think he launched that election in like 1998, according to this picture. You look like you're 12. I, I look, yeah, it's like my ninth grade picture, but um, but I, I look good though. I moisturized then. I don't I don't moisturize as much anymore. But but Jones Soda is, is doing kind of what uh, Ethan's company is doing as well too, and that's really taking advantage of of the market. They're not putting either candidate on the uh, on their bottles, but they're really encouraging people to get out there and vote. And and we talked to uh, Macy from Jones Soda. And she kind of explains the whole reason behind this. Um, I'm thinking you guys probably have better stuff to do at Jones Soda than uh, worry about the election, don't you? We have some. We do have a business to run a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. How did this this idea come up to to put this on the bottles, you know, vote and and different... uh, labels like that. Joan Soda, we're just about give you a little bit of background on us and who we are. We've been around for about 25 years um, and we consider ourselves the original craft soda and our labels typically are um, use consumer generated artwork. So people send us their photos all the time and we put them on labels. As we were headed into the election, we were like, how can we do our part to help, um, you know, just do our part to help with the election and really help our consumer base, you know, empower them to express themselves. And so really thought about how this election, it's going to be a big year and just decided that we would use consumer generated artwork um, and put that on front. And then on the back, we partnered up with the Voter Participation Center where there's a QR code and people can um, go ahead and see if they're registered to vote. So that's how it came to be. Well, for our listeners here, uh, Macy and I are are both holding up different bottles of uh, Jones uh, soda here. And I didn't look at the back. I just looked at the cool artwork on the front. Uh, but yeah, I do see the QR code on the back here. I guess, let me ask you this, Macy. What, what's the whole point of this? I mean, if someone picks up a, a bottle of soda, they want something refreshing, I'm thinking. They don't want to have to worry about, you know, the problems of the world, uh, you know, today. Yeah, I mean, we. so that's a good question. I mean, we've really, really rallied as an organization on this idea of that we are the people's craft soda. So earlier in the year, before this vote initiative, um, we actually were doing this thing called Messages of Hope. So same idea, except for the artwork was like the positive side of COVID. So if you remember the early days of COVID, it was hearts and windows, chalk art, and um, all those type of things. And so um, we started there, and then now, we're, we, now, we, then now we have vote, and actually we announced, um, so probably coming in January, we're doing something called Unsung Heroes. So think about that as sort of the... Um, just all the amazing stories you're hearing about people's people going above and beyond. And there are a lot of, I think you could agree with me. There's just a lot of really amazing stories out there of just how people are really stepping up in the moment of a crisis. And so your original question was, how did this, why are we doing this and all this? And I think realizing people really care and just tapping into our consumer base about what they care about and really putting a positive lens on everything. So 
COVID. We all cared in the early days of COVID and we just really wanted to put a positive spin and just show that side with voting. We're very thoughtful about, we were, I mean, as thoughtful as this clear soda, we were like, we're gonna do a green soda because we didn't want to pick a flavor or, you know, a side and just said, okay, let's just pick neutral side. Just encourage people to vote and just do their part and make sure they're registered because it doesn't get more American or um, the other thing about our brand positioning as the, the people's craft soda. And so, I mean, it doesn't get more people's craft soda than yeah. just doing your part in voting, right? Like if you really think about it and then now again with this unsung heroes using our platform for good and just kind of being reflection of how consumers see the world and putting some positivity out there. Well, it, it's, yeah. it's cool that you guys have really, you know, dedicated your, your label to these different topics, voting right now, since you know we're, we're closing in on the uh, November election here, um, what kind of feedback have you gotten from your consumers, your customers, uh, you know, the stores you sell I this mean, to? Yeah, I mean, I think overwhelmingly, I think it's always a, that's a really good question. I mean, I would say it's been over what largely positive. I mean, I think there's it's always a tightrope, right? And just really being again very thoughtful. And deliberate and nuanced. Obviously, elections, to your point, um, bring up a lot on both sides, right? And I think just realizing how do we do this and kind of do that fine balance and yet encourage people to express themselves. So I would say for the most part, positive. I mean, I think there's always people that are going to have opinions too or, well, 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 let me, or let, picking a side. Macy, let me yeah. ask you, who, who in the world is upset about a bottle of soda that says vote on it? Do you really have people upset about that? Some people are. Really? Or some people would say, some people would say, maybe it's not a great, I mean, we're trying to do our part. And so that's what I'd really focus on. But some people would say, yeah, maybe it's not, you know, soda should be soda kind of thing. And we just feel like people love Jones Soda. And if we can get our consumers to go out and vote, like, why wouldn't we try to do that? Like, that's what it comes down to. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting. But, and, and you guys are a little different because you guys dedicate your label to a lot of different things from COVID you were talking about to Unsung Heroes, uh, maybe at the first of the year. Um, can you get, give me a, a little idea of what it's like behind the scenes there? Um, how did this one come up? And it's not the first year this has come up before. You all have done this before, haven't you, in 2016? Election we did many years ago, um, different. Um, we actually did something in 2008. Um, and so it was, but I think, so yeah, so that was a long time ago. I think what's been interesting in coming in, so I've been at Jones for about a year. Um, and at Jones, we've always kind of had this really individual kind of rebellious spirit from when we launched. And what we're realizing right now at this point in time, it's less about being like individuality just looks really different to young people today. And it's really about doing your thing and what you're passionate about. So less about like, I always talk about it as if you think about the eighties and nineties, like being anti wall street, like now it's about like you do you and you doing your thing. And so really kind of tapping into that notion of individuality and yet kind of like driving positivity and momentum forward. So the 2008 piece to your point, it was a little different because it was like, you know, make, I, I can't even remember how we did it, but it was like, I think Herman Cain was running. So it was like Cain Cola and Hillary. It was kind of punny. Like it was a little bit more pun yeah. oriented like that. And this time we just realized like, again, <laughs> a little bit like we were talking about before society is so bifurcated right now. Like we just really need to just try to like move people forward. Yeah. So, again, not pick a side, just move and just try to put a positive light. Cause 
I would think, I think we all agree that this year we could all use a little more positivity in general, for sure. So. No doubt. And, and politics aside, Herman Cain's name fits perfect on this because this is Jones sugarcane soda. So, yeah. um, or, so eight years, so in 08, that was one thing, but now we're here and well, uh, you, you, you're totally different. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And you've suggested several times about just how, how much anxiety uh, there is around this election. Was there ever any, any talk about maybe we shouldn't even suggest that people go vote? Uh, yeah. Was there, <laughs> there really? There was talk. There was some talk, and I think there's risk. But, again, like politics can be very polarizing, like we're saying. So how do you do things in the way? So it's all about, like, my job is all about the nuances and how do we do things in a way, you know, yeah. so that we're not, like, you know, alienating or polarizing and that we're just trying to forge ahead so tell, tell me about uh, you said people are hungry for this and i think you're probably right why do you think people are interested in things like this i mean i think there's a lot of things right so number one going back to consumer i mean our consumers are generally a younger demographic right. and we do have a strong um appeal to my to um minorities and all that so i think there's that piece if you think about 2016 there's a lot of those people didn't necessarily show up to vote. I think also because of the backdrop we're in with COVID, I think um, I think there's just and just everything that's transpired this year. I think people are just more hyper aware, for better or for worse, that your vote really, really, truly matters, even if not at the president level, like even at the state and local levels. Like, so I think it was realizing. I think what's great about Jones, candidly, right? And you kind of were asking this about behind the scenes is that. We are small and we are independent, so we can move a little more nimbly, I think, than a lot of other companies can. And so that's what we were kind of tapping into. And so we generally realize, and I think in all this kind of tapping into, again, like what you said, people care about and what they're into. I think that's what that's what we've tried to figure out. And um, we adjust along the way every, every couple months and we figure it out. So and, and we rally together. And I presume that the, the bottom line focus of this is to remind people to go vote. Do you think that yes. do you think that a bottle of soda can really get somebody to the polls, though? Um, that's a, that a really good question. What, what um, did you expect from us here? <laughs> <laughs> um, at a minimum, you know what? If I can like I would say this, if I can take my soda, put a QR code in your hand, See if you're registered to vote, and you can literally do it in your hand. Why wouldn't I do that? So I think if if they don't do it here when you've got an actual bottle in hand, then I don't. They don't want to, and that's okay. Like that's fine too. But you know, I think. But that's how I guess I think about it. That's a good. Um, that's a good point. And just to remind our uh, our our listeners here too, wh- where can they see what these bottles look like if they're not at the store right now? Um, is it on your? It should still be in stores. Um, okay. No, um, if, if our if our listeners aren't at the store right now, uh, they, they go look for uh, uh, Jones Cane Sugar Soda. But they can find this on your Instagram account too, I presume. Twitter. We have an Instagram account. We ha- so to buy and go to stores, you could go onto our Instagram account, of course. Um, we have a Jones Soda website. We're actually selling this uh, whole six pack. I can't hold all six at the same time on our website right now. Um, and you should be able to find these Jones Soda. 
at Kroger, Walmart, and Market Street in Dallas. So, area. Excellent. So, uh, well, terrific. Hey, this is fascinating, and I'm really glad that there are companies out there that, that are doing stuff like this to remind people to vote. At least, you know, like you said, meet them where they are. Meet them where they are, and if they're holding a, a bottle of soda in their hand at the time and it says vote, maybe that's the reminder they need, and the QR code is fantastic, too. Uh, so, Macy, I appreciate the time so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So we're becoming the beverage podcast here, Jason. Uh, we're we're ex- so. expanding ourselves. So l- let me ask you, do you have a wager on the election here? Because you talked about uh, the, the odds in Vegas. Are you betting on the election? I, I, I wouldn't dare, um, only because, well, I, I think that there might be something ethically wrong with that since I'm actually covering it, number one. But uh, even if, you know, I didn't have any ethics, uh, I, I I wouldn't bet on this. I the polls say one thing. You see another set of polls that differ with those polls. Uh, the people on both sides of those polls are accusing the other side of not conducting a good poll. And I think if 2016 taught us anything, it's don't plunk your money down on what you think that the electorate will do and how you think that that will correspond with the electoral college. I wouldn't dare put money on this. Although, I, I, I couch that in saying, looking at what the market has been doing the past couple of days, I don't know. That's not going so well either, you know. So uh, maybe, you know, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, this pro- this podcast is not endorsed by either of these products, clearly. It, it just, and we're not endorsing any products. Products or candidates. But um, I, I think that... Uh, Maybe it, it, it's good foreshadowing. Maybe, maybe people should just pour a drink on uh, election night and, you know, take the edge off a little bit. Just watch these results come in or go to bed early and, and see what happens in the morning, huh? And and drink responsibly if you are going to drink and, and, and at least stay at home, uh, especially if there is a drinking game, which we know happens a lot of times with elections. Uh, I think I know the catchphrase this time around, uh, if there is one of those, uh, Jason, and that is, uh, that's too close to call. We're going to hear that a lot on election night, I think, because I think I think a lot of you know I think a lot of analysts are not going to want to call something, even if in years past they would have, just because there's so many moving parts this time. Yeah, I mean, I don't play a lot of drinking games, Jason. Clearly, I mean, you have a lot more experience in that than I do. Um, <laughs> Please, <laughs> but but yeah, you know, it, it, this takes me back to a few podcasts ago when we had Dan Rather on talking about the Ratherisms. Yeah. Um, and, and I think about that when we hear, you know, the cliches and, and the, the comments, and the phrases we're going to hear so much of on Tuesday night. And that is too close to call um, and, you know, battleground state, you, you name it. Um, but it, it I don't say it's going to be a long night, but if it is a long night, that means the systems are working correctly and they want to count every single vote. And we're not going to rush yeah. it. Why would you want to rush it? Let's get an accurate count. I do want to say that um, there's been so much said here in these past several days about, you know, we need a we need a result right away. There needs to be a result on election night or, you know, there's something nefarious or strange going on. If it takes, you know, more than election day. Not true. None of that's true. It we have to count the votes. You know, this this country is um, this country is a country where we vote for our leaders and every one of those votes has the right to be counted. And before you say, um well, you know, uh, we need to have the result on election night. I would ask, what if your ballot is one of the ones they haven't gotten to yet? Do you still feel like it has to be on election night? What if they can't get to your ballot until the next day? So all the votes have to be counted. And there is a good chance 
that, you know, it will be days, you know, before we get that final tally. It might even be weeks. So why don't we all just settle down and let the count take place? And there's people from all sides, all parties. There are nonpartisan people in the middle who are all overseeing this process of watching the ballot counting. Let's just sit back and, and, and relax a little bit. We, we owe it to ourselves to relax after this year that we've had. Yeah, what, what an insane year. And, and I, I tease you about the drinking games and stuff like that. But for people who can't see it, you know, we're, we're on a Zoom call to actually do this because of COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason had that one little sip of vodka. Then he chased it with a big cup of coffee. You guys couldn't see that. And his microphone was probably muted. So for, for what that's worth. <laughs> You got- I'm much more of a coffee drinker than a drinker. Um, hey, all, thanks for uh, being on this with us, this extra uh, edition of Yolitics. It's going to be a really busy, crazy week ahead. Be kind to each other, even if somebody doesn't share your beliefs uh, politically. And make sure that you get out, that you exercise your right to vote. Uh, Help somebody else you know to exercise their right to vote, too, if they need a ride or whatever it may be. And uh, let's all cast our votes, and then let's all just patiently wait for the result. And uh, rest assured, we will be releasing more episodes in the days to come. It's going to be some busy days ahead. But uh, thanks, as always, for listening. Really appreciate it.